ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Brazil, Italy, and Sweden, and in the states of Minnesota, New Jersey, and Rhode Island, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners because you keep listening listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel or guide to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually to open your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say this with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip of the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear, and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is discover your creativity. You can reconnect with your higher self by discovering what form of creativity gives you joy. Explore writing, dance, music, theater, cooking, gardening, and art. Create just for your own pleasure, self-expression, and self-discovery. If you are concerned about people criticizing you, keep your creative explorations to yourself. One of the joys of getting older is having more leisure time to explore our creativity. As we age, we also have easier access to our right brain, which is the seat of our creativity. Hopefully, we are also less worried about doing it wrong and can allow ourselves to just play. In her 60s, my mother designed three pieces of jewelry for herself that she wore every day. Before this, I had seen no indication that she had any interest in artistic endeavors. My father had played the violin as a child, but it wasn't until his 70s that I saw him pick up his violin and play. The feeling with which he played and the beauty of the music he created was a revelation. He also acted in some plays for seniors, dressing and dragging and showing a side of himself I never knew existed. After 50, I started painting. Before that, I had taken some painting lessons, but I didn't explore it as a creative endeavor. It was more about doing it right. 
In my 50s, I allowed myself to have fun and express myself with freedom and joy rather than the seriousness of pleasing a teacher. When I started painting from my heart, I found my authentic style. I couldn't do that in my 20s and 30s because I was bound by rules and judgment. In my 50s, 60s, and 70s, I was more interested in having fun, expressing myself, being free, and discovering what was going to emerge. More people are starting to have extraordinary experiences and access higher dimensions because we're shifting from fear-based third-dimension Earth to love-based fourth and fifth dimensions. Part of living in the higher dimensions is knowing that we are always being supported through love on our journey through life. We are constantly being sent messages from the spiritual realm. Often birds, animals, and insects are the bringers of those messages. We only receive the messages if we are paying attention. My friend texted me yesterday with a picture of a heron sitting on her fence. I immediately went to my book, Animal Speak, to see what the heron was trying to tell her. My eye fell on a couple of sentences that I was motivated to share with her. I got an immediate response that that was exactly what she needed to hear right now. I had no idea what she was dealing with. I just sensed that those were the words that would be most helpful to her, and they were. I could have called her and read her the long write-up. I chose to trust my intuition and share what felt important. Trusting our intuition is becoming more important than ever. It's what we are being called upon to do at this point in the evolution of our consciousness. The more we do so and get positive feedback, the easier it is to trust our intuition. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose love over fear and live the true values of 2022, acceptance, compassion, kindness, diplomacy, harmony, balance, and peace. As we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. We discover peace by staying in the moment. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Connie Zweig, who's here to talk about becoming the wise elder through inner personal and soul work. After our episode with Jovanka Siaris last week, I received the following email from Faith. 
After hearing your interview with Jovanka, I want to learn more about herbs and essential oils. She has such vast knowledge and her passion is contagious. I appreciate her sharing her story about moving to the U.S., living a typical Western lifestyle, and the negative impact on her health. The way she defined wellness as a state of being and how it includes having balance mentally, spiritually, and physically made me realize that I need to evaluate my own unhealthy habits and make improvements. Her reduce and replace method of slowly changing habits sounds very doable. Thank you for having her as a guest on your show. You're welcome, Faith. I'm glad the show is helping you improve your life. In another email, Larry wrote, I'm working on a powerful screenplay about Alzheimer's. Can you recommend some great vibrational music that will inspire and support my creativity? He was responding to the tip that I gave on listening to music to raise our vibrations. So I responded to him, I always go to YouTube for this kind of music. When I typed in music for creativity and inspiration, I got several vibrational options. You can also try your favorite streaming sources and then use your intuition to choose what's best for you. For those who moved Miss this episode, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on achieving wellness, please listen to some of my previous shows, like August 1st, 2019 with Rena Greenberg, Break the Habits and Addictions that Control You, March 1st, 2018 with Dr. Pankaj Vij. Prevent and Reverse Diabetes, Obesity, Heart Disease, and More, and April 13th, 2017, with Dr. Kat Young, Using Essential Oils to Improve Your Health and Well-Being. Listen on demand to those shows, ones you missed and those you want to hear again. Listen when it fits your schedule or when you need healing, hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you, even in the middle of the night. For added value, read my blog titled Listen to Your Body to Heal Physically, Mentally, and Emotionally with Noah Belling, posted in May 2018. This blog reminds us that even doing something small is empowering because it gives you control over your well-being. Here's an excerpt. My guest Noah Belling shared the importance of exercising the muscle of joy, of feeling passionate about what we do, and spending time with people we love. There's new research on the social nervous system, which are the parts of our brain that help us create more joy, happiness, immunity, and resilience down to the cellular level. It turns out that having joy and fun increases your ability to have more joy, fun, and happiness. Noah also gave us a powerful technique to help change your negative thinking. As she took us through it, I suddenly had difficulty breathing. I knew something from the past had surfaced to clear. Here's the technique. First, ask yourself, what is my body telling me? Do I have tension on one side of my body or tightness in my chest? Then notice of standing more upright makes you feel more comfortable or maybe taking a deep breath helps you release the tension. 
This will open you up to new ways of thinking and being more resourceful and creative. To read the whole blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. Also check out my YouTube channel with 68 videos, including my video titled Taking Care of Yourself, which explains that taking proper care of yourself is not only important for your own well-being, but also for those closest to you. Because of the pandemic, climate change, social injustice, mass shootings, war in the Ukraine, and the threat of nuclear war, we are all living with fear, trauma, and anxiety. If we stay stuck in fear, we make matters worse by adding to the chaos and negativity in the world. Instead of feeling helpless, know that you can create peace in the world by increasing your own vibration. Your higher vibration will touch everyone you encounter and then everyone they encounter and so on. We are the point of change. Heal yourself and you help heal the world. This is the concept of oneness. We are all connected. We will be doing two techniques every week until there is peace to help increase your vibration and that of the Ukraine. Let's send love and protection to ourselves and to the Ukraine now. Imagine a big pink heart like a balloon surrounding yourself and then see another one surrounding the Ukraine and all its inhabitants. This is the universal pink heart of love and it was infused by the divine with love. Allow yourself to see it, feel it, and or just know it is there. Instead of obsessively checking the news and increasing your fear, do this simple technique every time you think about the Ukraine or climate change or anything distressing. Please share this technique with friends, relatives, colleagues, neighbors, on social media, and then do it at home with your children. Love is the great healer. You can also surround others with the universal pink heart of love anytime they need protection or love. The second technique is my affirmation to help release fear and create inner peace. This will also help the empaths who are literally feeling the pain of the Ukrainian people and other victims of violence. Say it with me now. Peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. I repeat it like a mantra when I'm taking a walk, standing in a line, sitting in the dentist chair, falling asleep. If I wake up in the middle of the night or have a fearful thought about the Ukraine or anything else, let's do it one more time. Peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. Now for my silver lining story. In our later years, we can continue to do things the way we've always done them or we can look at making better choices. A client started our session this week by saying he was upset that he's always tired. Since this didn't match what I knew to be true, I asked for more specifics. What emerged was that he always comes back from visiting his son feeling exhausted and with increased physical pain. Further questions help him realize that he tries to avoid doing or saying anything that might upset his son. He doesn't want to be the target of one of his son's bursts of anger. 
His 40-something son has a long history of yelling at him and blaming him for whatever the current crisis is. Although my client tries to focus on the good moments, he's denying how much energy it takes to walk on eggshells during their time together, always preparing for an unexpected and undeserved outburst. My client has accepted the blame all these years as a single dad who had divorced an abusive wife. He felt guilty that he had married someone who was so cruel to him and his son. The guilt, shame, and fear of not ever having a good relationship with his son has caused him great emotional pain, which eventually turned into physical pain. The ongoing abuse by his son and the feeling of helplessness and hopelessness have allowed this unhealthy pattern to continue and create an emotional exhaustion which manifests as physical exhaustion. The moment he saw the pattern, he recognized the truth of it. We have been building toward this awareness and he is now ready and able to hear it. The silver lining is that he can now work on releasing the negative beliefs and patterns that have hurt him and develop healthy boundaries and strategies for his own safety and well-being. Ideally, his son will be willing to change his unhealthy patterns also, and they can create a healthy relationship together. If not, at least my client can create a better life for himself. Our guest, Dr. Connie Zweig, is a retired psychotherapist, former columnist for Esquire magazine, and contributor to the LA Times. Known as the Shadow Expert, she is co-author of Meeting the Shadow and Romancing the Shadow, and author of Meeting the Shadow of Spirituality, and a novel, A Moth to the Flame, The Life of Sufi Poet Rumi. Her new best-selling book, The Inner Work of Age, Shifting from Role to Soul, extends her work on the shadow into midlife and beyond, exploring aging as a spiritual practice. It won both the 2021 American Book Fest Award and the 2021 Best Indie Book Award for Best Inspirational Nonfiction. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to drpaulajoyce.com or click on the link on this page to follow us on social media. And I'll send uplifting messages between shows while on my website, learn more about about my two on-demand guided meditation videos on discovering your past lives and awakening your inner angelic light body. Participate at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is, what boundaries do you need to set for your peace of mind? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Connie Zweig, who's here to talk about becoming the wise elder through interpersonal and soul work. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you and as a top show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation, or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaula at drpaulajoyce.com. I love you and value what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you thought about what boundaries you need to set for your peace of mind. I'm so grateful to welcome Connie Zweig, Zweig, who's here to discuss becoming the wise elder through interpersonal and soul work. Um, Connie, it's it's really an honor to have you on the show. You've done um, so much important work in this field, and you know, the the title of your book, The Inner Work of Age, Shifting from Role to Soul, can be a little confusing to those um, of us who, you know, as you have so many titles of roles that we have, mother, grandmother, spouse, you know, whatever it is, cousin, um, aunt, we, we all... Um, Uh, carry a lot of titles. So what do you mean when you talk about shifting from role to soul? Well, thanks for having me. And that's such a great place to start. So the inner work of age is about exploring the inner world, midlife and beyond. Um, In other words, people who are 50, 55 and older And now with this new longevity, 
maybe in their 90s. So we have all of these decades now after work, after retirement from paid work, to explore the essential spiritual question, who am I? And for many of us in midlife, we identified with our roles at work. I am a therapist. I am a CEO. Um, I am a salesperson. I am a teacher. I am a writer. I am a manager. But then those roles fall away and the responsibilities fall away and the relationships fall away. And one of the um, essential teachings of all of the spiritual traditions around the world throughout time is that this time of life is to let go of our identity with those, our identification with those roles and explore spirituality, explore our spiritual identities, do contemplative practice on that question, who am I? So some of us may answer this, I am a soul, or I am spirit, or I am pure awareness, or I am Christ nature, or I am Buddha nature. Whatever language works for you, I am higher self. It's not, a, don't get hung up on the language here. I'm using the term from role to soul, which was a term coined by Ramdas, to express this idea, this perennial spiritual idea, that our task now in this stage of life is to release our past identities and outworn roles and begin to identify with who we really are, our essential spiritual nature. And so we transcend those roles, we include them. In other words, I'm still a mother or a grandmother. We include them, but we no longer primarily identify with them. Rather, we identify with our essence. And that requires inner work. It requires practice. I've been doing contemplative practice for more than 50 years now. And so the book is full of all kinds of practices in each chapter, both psychological and spiritual uh, practices, to begin to make this shift in identity from role to soul. So it's really getting to know parts of ourselves, or is it getting to know parts of ourselves that um, were buried or overlooked because we were busy raising kids or building a career or um, volunteering or whatever it was that we were doing to make um, meaning in our life and to put food on the table and a roof over our heads and didn't have time to really explore some of the deeper parts of ourselves, and the deeper questions in life. Yeah, so there are many levels to this, Paula, when we say parts. So one level of it is um, our psychological parts, what we might call our authentic self, 
right? Our capacity to be who we truly are. Um, and you were speaking about creativity earlier. So it might be that we needed to bury, or in psychology we say repress, a creative talent that we had since childhood. And perhaps it wasn't um, accepted or encouraged in our families. We wanted to paint or play music or play athletics or dance, but that was not valued in our families. And so it was buried in what I call the shadow, a term coined by Carl Jung to refer to the unconscious. So that becomes a part of us that is lost during the years of productivity as you described it. And then when we have time and the inclination, we may want to reclaim some of those lost parts and explore them now as you were describing, explore painting or music. But that's not the shift from role to soul. It's not the shift, our authentic self is a psychological part, but our true self, our um, essence, our higher self is who we really are. It's not a part, it's our nature. It's our spiritual nature. And so that's a different level of, of exploration. And so, in, you know, many people in my generation, the baby boomers, actually explored spirituality early in our lives. Some of us began meditating when we were in our 20s. Uh, we turned to Eastern traditions or mystical traditions. And then maybe that got dropped while we went into our productive years. Or maybe it didn't. It just wasn't prioritized. And so that tells me that there was a call to spirit, that there was a longing for something more. And what I'm suggesting is that we return to that now. We attune to ourselves to hear that whisper for something more. And that's a little bit different from reclaiming parts of ourselves. And so how do we do that? Um, what are some of the techniques that you suggest? Well, there are many, many practices in the book. So, um, for example, you were mentioning interpersonal repair as a way to become a wise elder. So I teach in the book how to do a life review of our ego's story. And then how to connect that life review to our unlived life, right? The part of us that the story that was not lived, that was not told, that's buried in the shadow or the unconscious. And as we do that, we can begin to see where we need interpersonal repair, where we need to say to someone, like, for example, your example, your, your uh, story of the man and his son. Where do we need to communicate? I love you. I don't feel safe. I don't feel respected. How can we improve our relationship now? And part of the reason for doing emotional repair 
as a practice in this stage of life is that we don't want to die with regret. And there are many people who've told me in all my hundreds of interviews that that was their biggest fear. And so we want to practice repairing, giving and receiving forgiveness so that we don't die with regret. So that's one of the practices. A more contemplative practice might be looking at your religious or spiritual tradition and looking into the mystical stream of that tradition. What are the practices there? You know, um, I interviewed a lot of spiritual teachers in the book. Um, Ken Wilber, Krishna Das, Rabbi Rami Shapiro, um, Buddhist teachers, Roshi Wendy Nakao and Anna Douglas, Jungian analysts. One of the Christian teachers I interviewed was um, Father Thomas Keating. And it turned out to be just before he died, about a month before he died. So it was very precious time we spent together. And he's the founder of Centering Prayer, which is a mystical Christian practice. So that is in the book. There are mystical Jewish practices. There are Hindu and Buddhist practices that you can learn in order to begin to quiet your mind as you were teaching that beautiful practice that you gave, peace in the mind, peace in the body, peace in the spirit. So there are practices in the book to quiet your mind and move beyond thought into your center, into your silent center. And eventually into, as I said earlier, whatever we call that silent awareness, that vastness, I call it pure awareness, pure consciousness. Other people call it our Buddha nature, emptiness, or our Christ nature. And so there are practices to begin to experience that silence beyond thought that is transcendent, that is, these days a lot of people call it non-duality because it's no longer subject-object. It's a state of awareness that is beyond duality. So um, there are many practices in the book for beginners as well as for advanced meditators, and I connect them all to this stage of life the inner work of age, because the real spiritual purpose of age is to shift our identity in this way, from role to soul, to shift our identity from what we do to who we really are. Beautiful. And we're about to go to commercial, um, so we will pick this up when we come back. And maybe talk a little bit about end of life as well and what um, what it means to, I guess, uh, accomplish our goals or leave a legacy or feel at peace um, when we pass to the other side. 
I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. One subscriber just wrote, I love your words and messages. Thank you. You will receive the information on our shows, important information from each show, and the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and get what, getting what you truly want in life. This process was a gift from the spiritual realm It helps my clients align and integrate their conscious and unconscious mind, their heart and mind, their right and left brain, and move forward with more ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. During the commercials, please think about what legacy you want to leave. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Connie Zweig to talk more about becoming the wise elder through interpersonal and soul work. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 3469141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you thought about what legacy you want to leave. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Cherian can help you. I'm so thankful we're here with Connie Zweig talking about becoming the wise elder through interpersonal and soul work. 
Um, Connie, we were just talking during the break, and I wanted mm-hmm. to share it um, with the audience and to ask you to talk more about uh, end of life and and what it how we transition and how we can transition with peace. And uh, there were two things that uh, one that triggers this question for me is that when my father was literally in the last um, few hours of his life and I was having what turned out to be my last visit with him and that was in the days when you only had like five minutes um, uh, because he was in intensive care and there were very strict rules then and he said to me I was a good father wasn't I and I, my mind was racing because he had been an, a, a rageaholic, and I didn't know what to say because that wasn't the time to have a long conversation or, a, you know, a conversation that wasn't going to go anywhere, a judgment. And so fortunately, he then said I was a good provider, wasn't I? And I thought, well, if that's his definition of a good father, absolutely, I can, with peace of mind let him pass on and, and tell the truth. Um, so, you know, I said, yes, but how do, how do we, um, leave this life and, and not wait until the last minute? Um, but sometimes we don't have a choice and sometimes we don't even have an opportunity for that conversation. There's, um, so many deaths now, so many people transitioning um, to the afterlife, and there's not um, always time or the ability for people to make peace or to have resolution. So talk to us a little bit about that, please. Okay, so I think there are a few different elements of this. One is the interpersonal component that you're talking about here, which, as I mentioned, is about giving and receiving forgiveness. As we move toward life completion, um, the psyche begins to prepare for death. I think your father knew, some part of him knew, that the first question bothered you. And that part of him reframed the question so that you could give him what he needed. I had a similar but different experience. My father was also an alcoholic and a rager. But as he moved into his 80s, he got, he mellowed. He stopped drinking about 15 years before and he mellowed. And we were able to talk about our history together. And we were able to come to a point where I could forgive him for the verbal abuse and the raging of my mother and against my mother, my sister, and me. And we were able to have a relationship in the last few years that was based on that forgiveness and that was peaceful. But that's different from his individually moving into life completion before he transitioned. That's for him to do. That's his inner work of age. That's not something that somebody else can provide to him. 
So the work of life completion, on the one hand, is our own responsibility to become accountable for the life we've lived and hopefully to move into gratitude for it. And, you know, the second part is to give and receive forgiveness with others in our world. And as you said, sometimes that's not possible. So my mother and I were not able to do that before she died. She died unexpectedly. And so I took up the practice of writing letters to her and saying the things that I hadn't been able to say when she was alive. And for my psyche, that allowed me to free up a lot of energy, a lot of feeling. Um, when I put those words outside of myself, outside of my psyche, onto the paper and release them. So the work of life completion is a spiritual practice. And I tell the story, each of the books opens with a parable. And that chapter opens with the parable of Moses, you know, who received the Ten Commandments, who did incredible <clears throat> work for his people, and at the same time was not allowed into the promised land. And so I look at that as a Rorschach test. Do you see that story as a failure? Do you see it as a fulfillment? Do you see it as success? How do you see that story? And how does it relate to yours? And to contemplate, what is your promised land? What do you imagine that to be? And I interviewed people, and so there are many responses to that question in that chapter. And I think it's a beautiful practice for Imagining your life completion. What is your promised land? What would it mean to enter it? What would it mean to be blocked from entering it? Who is blocking you or what is blocking you from entering it? Can you live a fulfilled life without entering the promised land? Because no life is perfect or complete. And so there's a lot of material in there for us to explore <clears throat> and contemplate in this stage of life. And it's important to do so. I also write in a chapter on death that the shadow knows. That means the <laughs> unconscious, right? Yes. The unconscious psyche in us knows that death is approaching. Even if we are in denial, <clears throat> And for me, part of becoming an elder is breaking through that denial and, and really living with mortality awareness and allowing death to become a teacher for this time of life that remains. But what does the shadow know? And so many people have dreams about death in this stage of life as if they're preparing to transition. A part of them knows that that's happening whether they admit it consciously or not. And so that's part of life completion, is becoming aware that our time now is limited. And regardless of our beliefs, we may believe in the afterlife, we may believe in reincarnation, we may believe in the spirit world or not. That's very individual. But regardless, 
my individuality, my conniness will pass. And so what does that mean for the time I'm living now? What do I prioritize? What are my values and priorities for this time that remains? I have 73 years of life experience. I may have 10 more years or 20 more years. We don't know. But we do know that the time horizon has changed. So what do I do with this time now? Very important question for life completion. And that question of regret that I mentioned earlier, how do I live now so that I don't die with regret? Contemplate that for yourself. Yeah, I, I actually love that question because as you were talking, uh, you know, we're never done. We can't possibly, if, if we're really working on ourselves, doing the inner work, the spiritual work, and the emotional and psychological work of, of delving deep into, um, into ourselves and becoming um, our authentic self, we're never done. You're never there. Um, it, it's, it's vast. And so it's how do we live and how are we engaging um, and are we willing to, to, to continue the story? Um, I do believe in an afterlife and I do believe in reincarnation, that this is not the end. And so this is um, a point in my development. So um, I hate to say it, but we are out of time for this portion, but I love that question, and I hope everybody engages with it and also purchases the inner work of age, shifting from role to soul, and visits Connie's website, Connie Zweig, C-O-N-N-I-E-Z-W-E-I-G.com. Thank Paula, you so Paula, much, Connie. May yes. I say one quick thing? Yes. If you read the book and you'd like to age in community, there are 40 wisdom circles now forming to read the book together and do the practices together. You can reach me at ConnieZweig at gmail.com. Put wisdom circle in the subject line. I will connect you with other people to do the inner work of age together in agent community. Thank you so much, Connie, and all the best. And I also just want to make one correction, and that is that I my words got twisted. My father was not an alcoholic. He was a rageaholic. So I just want his memory to be accurate. Um, thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, follow us on social media, learn about my two on-demand guided meditation videos on discovering your past lives and awakening your inner angelic light body, read my latest blog, learn about my services, including individual or group coaching, speaking, workshops, retreats, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, 
reading tarot or Akashic Records mediumship, channeling your guardian Mm -hmm. angel, or schedule me for a video conference, experiential workshop, or speech designed specifically for you or one that's in high demand, such as overcoming abuse, discovering hope and silver linings, opening new chakras, authentic leadership, building healthy teams, communication that works. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Zoom or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing healing emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. My private and corporate clients achieve their goals and improve their health relationships in abundance. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Cherian, who helps us overcome obstacles and achieve victory. Ask for his help in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to overcome the patterns that have blocked your joy. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Cherian, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me identify and release the obstacles to my spiritual development. You can even be more specific and say something like, Archangel Cherian, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me overcome the obstacles that prevent me from setting and holding strong boundaries. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that he is helping you because he is. Please listen next Thursday when Elka Schultz will be here to talk about Anxiety Warrior. May 12th when Becky Morrison will talk about the happiness recipe, a a powerful guide to living what matters. And May 19th when Tina Graham will be here to talk about be a happy leader, stop the overwhelm, thrive personally, and achieve killer business results. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week and a year of love, harmony, and balance. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, nourishment of the spirit please join dr paula joyce and her guest experts next thursday at 8 a.m pacific time 11 a.m eastern time on the voice america empowerment channel until then have a positive week